0: What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Dylan, and I'm coming to you with a word from our sponsors betonline.ag ever since we joined the Believe Podcast Network BetOnline has been our staple sponsor and I'm just here to tell you that our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports odds. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports development including this year's NBA Finals and the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and the latest fighting news and even next season's early NFL futures. Just head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, just use our promo code Believe. That is capital letters B L E A V to get the bonus and to get into action. Bet online where the game starts. I'll intro the pod, intro the guys, and then I got a short intro prepared for you, and we'll jump right into it. <coughs> and welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Top of Thunder podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Hunzinger, at Thunder Chats. We are part of the Believe podcast network and like i said last time we're not knee deep in draft coverage anymore we're waist deep we're probably chest deep neck deep like however you want to put it like the draft is within two weeks away so uh we wanted to do something a little bit different today but before i explain what's going to happen i got to introduce my co-host first we got in the great state of texas matthew mullins rocking the thunder chat shirt maddie how you doing sir
1: I'm pretty good. I mixed myself a little Toronto cocktail because apparently the Thunder love Canadians and it's a, a lock that we're going to get another one soon. Um, so just celebrating that and uh, ready to get some draft on.
0: There you go, man. And then also we've got my partner in crime, the Alejandro Alex Roig. How's it going, Alex? It's going good. I, uh, I
2: mixed myself some water and a mío, and I drank it all. So ready to get this started. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've, I've prepared a nice ice-cold <laughs> can of Dr. Pepper, so you, you know the deal. But, guys, we are joined by some special guests. Um, you know, we've had these guys on our pod multiple times. Um, we're huge fans of what they're doing on all forms of media. Uh, their draft guide's amazing. Their merch is amazing. Part of the No Ceilings Collective. One guy is the draft analyst embodiment of Jordan Belfort. One guy is probably the last remaining Nikola Yovich stand in the world. And one guy <laughs> – And I quote said about Jalen Williams, I just don't like guys that hold their dick and fall to the ground. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Corey Tolaba, Nick Agar Johnson, and Tyler Metcalf.
3: (laughs) That was Metcalf, that last one who said that, just so we're we're all clear.
4: (laughs) I appreciate you throwing me under that bus. Um no, God, I'm, I'm gonna be in real trouble if we're starting to pull receipts from, from, from previous pods.
0: No, dude, it was amazing. I like I I messaged you afterwards. I was in literal tears when I heard you say that. But no, man, we're we're uh we're super excited to have you guys back. You know, obviously you guys have all been on the pod. We had a great time before. We're gonna do a little something different here. So this is gonna be our mock draft wars for the listeners and I'm explaining it to our guests just one more time, but so you guys understand. Um, We're going to let our guests have the number one pick and the odd picks. We're going to take number two and the even picks because all the Thunder picks are even. Um, We're going to go through one by one back and forth through the draft, and it's going to be kind of war room style. So you got myself, Moles, and Alex on a team representing the type of Thunder. You got Metcalf, Nick, and Corey on a team representing no ceilings. Um, And, you know, like I said, we're going to have – discussion over which player is, gonna, is probably going to go to each team and come draft time. We're going to see who has the most accurate predictions and, you know, we'll see who is the dominant draft minds, I guess. I'm just kidding. You know, it, it doesn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of things, just a little bit, something, something different and something fun. Bragging as right. we, Yeah, absolutely. We need, we need the bragging rights. Yeah. You know, I mean, you guys, you guys are professionals in this business. We, we got to get something over you. So uh, without further ado, guys, if you all are ready, the Orlando Magic are on the clock. So, begin the discourse.
2: I mean, and just I just to kind of put up, there there won't be any trades in this.
3: No yeah,
0: trades. Yeah, no okay. trades. If the pick is traded, then it is voided out.
3: I think this is a uh, probably going to be an easy one for us guys, right? I think I think we're all on the same page here.
4: Well, it, enlighten us. <laughs>
3: I would imagine that we're we're taking Chet Holmgren here. Are we? Are we not? Is is this?
4: Well, so I know if if we're basing it on what's going to happen, um, I, I think that Jabari needs to be legitimately in the conversation because, um, and all reports are yes, it's smoke screen season and all of that. But I also think it kind of makes sense where he adds immediate shooting that they desperately need, and the Magic kind of have to hit on this pick, and I think. you know, Chet's been my number one guy all season. Um, If this was, you know, we're doing it based on what I would do, it'd be Chet and we're moving on real quick. Um, But I do think that the, you know, most likely outcome between the two, I think Jabari's is a little safer and that's still a really good player. And the magic can't afford to, you know, completely whiff on this.
5: Yeah, I think if I'm just going to pick who I would personally choose here, it would be Chet, and that would be true of all three of us, and we could move right along. But I think that the chances of the Magic actually ending up selecting Chet seem lower to me than the odds of Jabari. So if we're trying Hmm. to argue for who's actually going to be the pick here, I might be more towards Jabari than Chet, even though I would personally prefer Chet if I were in the Orlando Magic's position.
3: All right, we're going Jabari.
0: All right, with the first pick in the draft, no ceiling selects for the Magic, Jabari Smith Jr. out of Auburn. And we're off and running, boys. All right, topic thunder. We are selecting number two for our beloved Oklahoma City Thunder. And, uh, guys, Jabari's is off the board, so I-, I think there's a pretty obvious pick there. But, Alex, you have a guy that is higher on your board than that guy. Do you want to argue for Paolo Bencaro? Um. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to argue for Paolo.
2: I mean, I think I, I do think if Chet is available at this at the slot, um, I, I think the Thunder don't even hesitate. I think they, they take Chet Holmgren. I think he he provides the most versatility, and this is a team that is being molded in a versatile mode. And so, I think uh, I think Chet is the is the definite pick here for for the Thunder up two.
1: Moles, how are you feeling? I feel like Chet's number one on Presty's board. Um, and it's obviously futile to guess what Presti's thinking, but yeah. um, I I think that Chet is number one on his board. And if Chet does go number one, I think that OKC trades back to four. Um I I put that on Twitter, it's out there. I'm ready for all the hate. Um, but regardless, Chet's still available here, he's the pick.
0: All right. Well, hey, I'm. I don't have anything to argue against that. So, without further ado, the Oklahoma City Thunder select with the number two pick, Chet Holmgren, out Gonzaga, and we're back to number three with no ceilings. This is
2: where it gets interesting.
4: So, and I, I feel like Paolo's the mm-hmm. kind of easy runaway choice here. But yeah, do we think do do we think any chaos ensues here?
5: I don't feel like this is the right exercise to bet on chaos. I think that Houston's just going to say if Paolo's on the board, they take Paolo. I think, I don't know. I think it's more of an interesting debate and I feel like I have absolutely no idea what Houston's looking to do with that pick, but I think the odds on favorite is probably Paolo.
3: I would agree. I I mean, we have heard whispers of Paulo, you know, not necessarily being a lock for the top three. So there is that element of, of the decision, but he's just so hard to pass on here. I just agree. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So we have consensus. Right, so. well, hey, Why? Yeah. The number three pick in the draft, the Rockets or no seemingly select for the Rockets. paladin carry out of Duke and we're back to top at thunder pick number four. And we are, we are picking for Nick's Sacramento Kings. So we cannot mess this pick up or Nick
5: will leave the Zoom. So,
2: I mean, it's obvious it's Walker Kessler. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you know, you could have done worse than that. I'm not going to lie. You definitely could have done worse. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not that's saying – I'm not saying – expectations right there. <laughs> Lowered expectations is the definition of Kings fandom. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about.
1: <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm going to start with you, man. Who who are you thinking for the Kings here? So this is where, this is where the draft gets super interesting. I think um, a lot of action could happen potentially at three. Honestly, um, depending on how things fall, certainly the Kings are going to get a lot of phone calls for this pick. I I know the obvious answer is Jaden Ivy, but I'm not necessarily sure about the fit and all of that, especially with them having a playoff mandate. I'm actually going to throw Keegan Murray into the ring here at four. And I just think that he would pair really well with Sabonis in the, in the front court. He provide them a lot of help on the offensive side that they need. Um, being able to, yes, he can battle inside. I know that's a little redundant with Domus, but he can shoot. He, if, especially if he's getting kickouts from Fox and, and kind of how they're constructed, um, I think that his versatility on the defensive side will be a big help, especially alongside Mitchell. I think that's really the way that they should go here. If they have a mandate to make the playoffs and that is their goal. I think Murray gives them a better chance to do that this year than Jaden Ivy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think it makes a lot of sense for Murray, like, uh, from a logistical standpoint, basketball, like on court standpoint, um, you know, kind of a more veteran presence in terms of winning basketball, but I, I just don't see the Kings. I mean, I could see the Kings passing on Jaden Ivey because the Kings are Kings, but uh, sorry. Thanks, Nick. Thanks. Sorry. really that. <laughs> but I, I think Jaden Ivey is the pick here because, you know, he can do things without the balls, ball in his hands. And if it gets to the point where you draft Jaden Ivy and you feel like the fit is just too weird with him and Fox, you, you could probably shop Fox and bring something back that fits a little bit better. But I think that, you know, at this point, you just – you don't overthink it, and I think you take the best player available, and Jaden Ivy is the best player available.
2: So, I guess I'm the tiebreaker? I guess so, man. So, here – Okay.
0: Unless you want to throw somebody else in the ring, and then well, we no, just, no, 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 so, I don't. I, I don't.
2: So those those are the two players that I would kind of put in that range. Um, my thing with the Kings is it's almost like, um, like I don't know. Like I feel like them trading Tyrese Halliburton, it kind of. If they if they take Jaden Ivey now, it, it just kind of seems. A, it just kind of feels a little bit weird. Yeah. Um, But I do think, you know, they have passed on top grade, you know, wing talent before and it didn't it kind of blew up in their face. Um, And so depending on how the workouts go, as far as Ivy, as far as Keegan Murray goes, um, you know, it's not like, you know, it's not like Keegan Murray is that much older as far as having played in in the NCAA than uh, Jay and Ivy. You know, it's just a year difference. Yeah. Um, I don't think they can pass up Jaden Ivey I think you know the, the Kings have passed up players before and it's looked bad especially recently Um, so I think if Jaden Ivy is what everybody claims as far as talent wise the number four guy in this draft I think they're going to draft him so I think it's Jaden Ivey
1: all right no heartburn
0: the tie has been broken Top at Thunder selected pick number four for Nick Sacramento Kings, Jaden Ivey. Uh, Nick, before we get into the pick, do you, do you like that pick for you guys?
5: So those are the two guys that I've been debating between since draft lottery night. And I think ultimately the right choice for the Kings is, as you guys ultimately decided, best player available, but you definitely have to bring Keegan Murray into the conversation. So yeah, yeah right. that's where I land on it. Exactly where y'all did, basically.
0: Well, hey, glad we did right by you, man.
5: So Appreciate it. <laughs>
0: So hey, now no ceilings is on the clock for the Detroit Pistons. And I I also know that if we passed up Jaden Ivy, that you guys would have been foaming at the
3: mouth to get Ivy and K together. Yeah. That is true. So Keegan is obviously the first guy you'd probably bring up here now. And then is it sharp that are they going high potential versus kind of the same scenario? I
5: feel like this is where the draft opens up a bit. And I feel like Metcalf would murder both of us if we didn't also bring Johnny Davis into the consideration <laughs> set here. Thank you. So I think it's between Murray, Sharp, and Johnny Davis. And I I don't know. Cause I mean, Murray and Johnny are five, six on my board and I'm pretty sure Sharp is seven. So it's, yeah, it's literally just the next three guys up, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like Detroit really needs a second superstar and they might be the first team that's really willing to take the swing on Shaden Sharp. But if I were them, I would just pick Keegan Murray and let him slot into that rotation.
4: And if we're going just best player available, I would go Johnny. Um, I love no, the really. Fit. I love the fit there. <laughs> um, and he, he has worked out with them, but I would be surprised if he went this high. So I do I believe there've been reports that Detroit really has been impressed with Keegan. Um, I think Sharp makes sense based on um, Troy Weaver's apparent infatuation with Jalen green last year. Um, I think they're different players, but you know, they there's still that same or similar kind of shooting on ball creation athleticism upside with Sharp. Um, but it sounds like Sharp could be slipping down. So I think that five is a little too early. So I I, I would probably lean Keegan here.
3: All right. I would lean Keegan as well. Keegan yeah. it is then.
0: All right. Well, with the number five pick, no ceiling select for the Detroit Pistons. Keegan Murray out of Iowa University, University of Iowa. One of those. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, with the number six pick, the Topic Thunder team is selecting for the Indiana Pacers, and uh, let's let's go right to Alex here, man. Alex, how you how you feeling about the Pacers? Um, so Keeg
2: is off the board. Um, Pacer. I think the Pacers would look awesome with. Hal, uh, a three-guard lineup of Halliburton, Brogdon, and Dyson Daniels. Um, and so I think Dyson Daniels is going to be the pick for me here.
0: Okay. Dyson Daniels, that's all Maddie uh, fist bumping in the background. Is that what you was going to say as well, sir?
1: Yeah. And I mean, even if they're not long for Brogdon, I think that Daniels just slides in really well one through three anyway and he can guard all three of those positions. He's not a ball stopper. Um, he'll be a play creator, potentially a finisher, if he's alongside another really good creator too. I think I think it fits well. Um, he's just a guy that you can kind of plug and play in on most teams, and it's going to be pretty seamless. So Dyson Daniels there feels like a very pacery pick, um, and definitely the guy that will help them compete the most right now.
0: Well, I was, I was going to throw my hat in the ring for Shade and Sharp, um, but given that both of you guys are saying Dyson Daniels, uh, it doesn't really matter what I have to say. Um, and, you know, if uh, Dyson is really getting quote-unquote top five buzz, you know, falling out of the top five, you know, the Pacers could look at him. So, without further ado, the Indiana Pacers select on behalf of Top of Thunder, uh, actually reverse that, uh, Dyson Daniels out of the G League at night. And we're back to no ceilings. Pick number seven with the Portland Trailblazers. What
5: do you Mm -hmm. think, Nick? I mean, I feel like they would rather have Johnny Davis than Shaden Sharp. And I'm trying to think if maybe we should be considering Benedict Matherin, too.
3: Durin also had that workout recently. Uh, Yeah, I I,
4: I was going to say Durin Matherin, or... um... God, someone else uh a, or aj griffin oh um, i was gonna, gonna say my top three johnny that. davis automatically
5: for you <laughs> just until he's picked you're just gonna no i think oh, no. aj makes i think aj makes a lot of sense for them too especially you know given that they're probably more likely i think to lean wing than guard all things considered
3: i would i would agree with that uh with dame and, and simon's in the backcourt
4: Make half how you feel about it. Okay. Um. Yeah. Cause I. You know. They, they. They. keep getting linked to OG and Jeremy Grant, and I'm assuming the Joe keep getting linked to every six, seven to six, ten wing in the entire league up until draft night, um, because they've been linked to all of them for the last four years. But I, I think they need some size. I think they need some interior presence. So I'm based on the need for kind of size, I lean AJ over. Matherin a little bit. I think AJ is a little bigger. Um I like AJ better as a player too. Um so for me it's between AJ and Duran.
3: This is a tough one.
4: Yeah. Especially new
3: front office, you don't necessarily know, you know, you can't look at it historically.
5: I wonder how much the new front office values Yusuf Nurkic because if they really think that he's no, I'm serious because yeah, if, he's if they really, agent. if they really buy into him, then I mean, I think the odds of them selecting Duran are lower than the odds of them selecting someone like AJ or Matherin. So maybe we can just, I don't know. I feel like I'm leaning more AJ, the more we have this discussion for them, especially given that, you know, Daniels is off the board because he would definitely be someone I'd consider if he was still available,
3: but he isn't. AJ's highest remaining guy on my personal board. So I, I, and I think the fit makes a lot of sense. I think you probably get a little bit of both win now plus, you know, potential. All sure. All right. Third, fourth,
0: All right. Good deal. So number seven pick, no seamless takes on behalf of the Portland Trailblazers, AJ Griffin out of Duke. All right. So Topic Thunder back on the board, but number eight for the Pelicans. You lead. Okay, well, so you can go a number more different options here. I think Shaden Sharp makes uh, some sense just because of uh, his position. Um, but I, I kind of think that Metcalf's boy, Johnny Davis, would be a lot of fun with the Pelicans. Um, the ability hey, to what? yeah, yeah, do stuff on the ball, off the ball, you know, get after it defensively. And he's not going to be, like, your main ball handler with guys like CJ and Ingram and Zion coming back into the fold. So, yeah, I mean, he's I, – I, I think I'm leaning Johnny Davis. What, what do you guys think?
2: That's what I was going to say. I think, uh, I think Johnny Davis gives you I – mean, I know he's a sophomore, but he almost feels like, like a veteran sophomore to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as far as, you know, somebody to, to learn from, I think CJ McCollum would be great for him uh, to kind of learn, you know, it, you know, that type of game that he plays, because they're very similar as far as, um, as far as how they play. So I do think uh, Johnny Davis is a great, this is a great spot for him.
0: All right, Moles, we have you outnumbered, but what, what do you think about the pick? <laughs> uh,
1: I, I think it, it's fine. I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think it gives a natural transition and move on from McCollum later and uh, down the line too. I would also like to throw the name uh, Jeremy Sohan into the mix here. I think they're looking at guys that have versatility, a guy you could throw at another team's, you know, primary score. They, it never hurts to have multiple of those guys, especially if those guys can be play finishers and facilitate for others, not necessarily ball dominant. You've got several, you know, mouths to feed there that like to dribble the hell out of the ball. So Like I think Sohan actually comes into play here at eight, um, depending on how the board falls. I know I'm outnumbered, but just keep that in mind for the Pelicans. I I think that he makes a lot of sense there too.
2: I think for the Pel's, I think, I think the the Sohan um, position is kind of taken up by Herb Jones. Like you can't have too many. Like you can't have way too many guys that you can have great defenders, you know. But you can't. You got to have guys that are you know, pretty good offensive too. You got to get, you know, play both sides of the ball. And so I think Herb Jones proved last year that he could play a little bit on the offensive end, enough to stay on the floor. And so I, I think, you know, wasting a, a top eight pick on a redundant guy, I think that makes it a little bit difficult. So I think somebody with offensive spark is somebody they, they probably want.
1: I'd say, though, Jones isn't much of a connector. Uh, so I, I think that Sohan can be. Absolutely. He can facilitate for others. Kind of like a poor man's Ben Simmons in some aspects, I think. I think maybe he's going to be more willing of a shooter uh, than him. Not as elite as a defender, potentially. Um, I mean, depending, so, like, on, depending take, on,
2: Simmons, but... on, on the rest of Simmons' career, he could be a rich man, uh,
1: Ben Simmons. <laughs> well, fair. Um, <laughs> so... I, I, but I definitely get it, you know, with, with, with herbs, you know, presence there, but anyway, I'm outnumbered. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's <laughs> how it feels moles.
0: So, Hey, on uh pick number eight, top of Thunder selects on behalf of the new Orleans Pelicans, Johnny Davis out of the university of Wisconsin, uh, Metcalf before you guys pick how how you feel about that fit for your boy.
4: Personally, I love the fit. Um, you know, I, you, you said it perfectly. he, he He'll only make that defense even better. I mean, the defensive lineups will be there would be able to throw out with him and Alvarado and Herb Jones and Trey Murphy and that be nasty stuff. And then I think he can play off ball a, a little more where we'll see that effective or that efficiency just improve um i I don't understand why people keep thinking that johnny's going to come into the league with a 30 usage rate um that's Mm -hmm. not who he is he did that because he had to uh not necessarily because he wanted to and then for everyone worried about his outside shooting pelicans have one of the best shooting coaches in the league so i you know i I think that's really important for him um based on what i think would happen I, i think dyson daniels would probably be their dream there yeah. Um, and then I, I definitely get what Moles is saying about Jeremy Sohan. Um, he kind of fits the prototype of some of the guys they've brought in recently. And, you know, D- David Griffin was on, uh, I believe it was Ryan Russell's podcast the mm-hmm. other day and just went out of his way to praise Chip England and how they weren't even worried about Herb Jones being a non-shooter coming out of college because they had Chip England there to work with him. So um, I, on draft night, I think I would, lean towards Daniels and Sohan probably being towards the top of their list, but um selfishly I absolutely adore the fit for Johnny.
0: All right. So at this point I'm gonna to quote Tower Rucker and say, oh, so you just think my picks sucks Okay, it's cool. I, I can take <laughs> it. I can take it. So all right guys, well so you guys are picking for the Santelio Spurs at number nine. So have at it.
5: Balen Duran. Mm. Feels boring. <laughs>
2: Uh, not Spurs, May but... I
5: remind you that we were selecting on behalf of the San Antonio Spurs? Well, you mean you you, you,
4: so you, you mean the guys who took uh, Josh Primo at twelve last year, <laughs> about twenty spots okay. higher than most people have. Took him them
1: a bit pre- a bit premature there.
4: Um, nice, yes. terrible. No we no we see
5: what you did there. We we see it. Um, well, if you're going to go the Josh Primo logic, then are they going to be the team that selects Shade and Sharp before he falls any further?
3: It's, it's it's a tough one it's a tough I mean I feel like they pr- they probably value Pertle a little bit more than some of the wing spots
5: yeah yeah I mean I've been a big believer in Pertle for a while so I would understand them not wanting to fill the center spot it's I don't know I mean if they don't want to go
4: the shade and sharp route would they consider Benedict Matherin i i would lean sohan here actually um just that that defensive versatility the iq the ball movement um and then you know they're well regarded for developing guys as shooters too Uh, but they've also never really needed guys to be awesome shooters to bring them in so that's kind of where i lean wow the sharp fall yeah
0: i like it keep it going (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> i'm gonna go sharp
4: you say sohan
3: I, sohan makes sense it yeah does, he, he does but i'm trying to picture their long-term vision with primo and then kind of putting sharp on that same timeline and hoping it eventually you know they become two devastating you know on ball creators is Something that's crossing my
1: mind. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Can I offer one question that maybe will we'll form it? Living in San Antonio, this may be pops last year and they don't believe in tanking. Does that weigh into your consideration at all? Or do you still think long term?
5: I mean, in that consideration set of the guys that we've discussed, I think Matherin's probably the
1: most ready. I was just throwing it out there. I don't want to alter it necessarily, but I would like yeah, to keep the nice buzzes. I think I would go Sohan.
3: <laughs> Sohan in that case.
1: All right. Well, if
5: you and Tyler are on Sohan here, then I'm kind of outnumbered, aren't I? So <laughs> I'll, crappy- I'll, I'll 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 stop fighting for the wings and give in to the Sohan love.
0: It's a crappy feeling. I understand, but hey. Uh, so, No. ceilings with the number nine pick on behalf of San Antonio Spurs select Jeremy Sohan out of Baylor University. And we are back on the board with Topic Thunder. Pick number 10 for the Washington Wizards. And uh, let's go to Alex. Alex, start us off, man.
2: The Zards. Um, So, you know, they are envisioning this two-man game between uh, between Bradley Beal and Kristaps Porzingis. Um man, it's so difficult because there's no point guards in this draft. And so taking another wing kind of makes it a little bit difficult. Like I would love probably Benedict Matherin in this spot. Um I feel like I feel like Hachabura and Usman Jang are very redundant. With each other, so there's no point in taking Jane. Um, and then, well, okay, I'll make my selection. Uh, Jalen Duran. I think uh, Porzingis needs a, a bigger center or, or like a, a more traditional center to play with. Um, and so I think uh, Jalen Duran would be the pick here for the Wizards.
0: That's what I was gonna say. When you try to look off all those other names, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna drop Duran on him. But hey, you got it. Yeah, I mean, I just think that Duran can, you know, Porzingis, like, he's a, he's a big body, um, but you know, Duran can really like shoulder the physicality load for the Washington Wizards, uh, give them a legit rim runner because you know, as tall as Porzingis is, he's not like a super athletic rim runner, so. Uh, they can give versatility on that end, and I mean the Wizards just really don't have like, you know, a good big man at, like in terms of like you know a rim runner, like defense, rebound, toughness. Porzingis, you know, he kind of you know plays out on the wings a little bit more. So, yeah, I'm a I'm also leaning Duran, um, but I, I'm willing to listen to what Moles says here.
1: So I was gonna mention your boy Ty Ty here. Um, Ooh, I know it's a bit. 10? I know first, it's a first point guard. Why, I know it's a bit high, but it's a position of need, mm-hmm. and they want to compete, right? They they want somebody that can help take some pressure off of Beal in the backcourt. They they need somebody that can help facilitate for others. Tai Tai is the best that left on the board right now, and I know it's a little high. They potentially could trade back. They potentially could say, "Hey Charlotte, you want Durin? Give me you know thirteen and fifteen to move up." Uh, that's very real uh, they could you know do a deal for mitchich from the thunder wink wink but um, i i think if they stay put in this scenario we're not trading tai tai is at least brought up in the conversation here for them but again i'm outnumbered
2: but i, I think i think tai tai would definitely be a a trade back candidate you know so if they yeah. do something like that with, with charlotte Definitely, yeah, they they definitely go after Ty Ty. Um, so another guy that I kind of like, I, I'm gonna we're gonna go with Duran, but another guy that if if the Washington front office is forward thinking, um, which they haven't been here lately, but if they were forward thinking, I would think possibly Shaden Sharp would be somebody that they would pick here. You know, because if they're you know, if they're reading the cards and they're seeing that the the Beal run could be coming to an end. You know, shade and Sharp may be the beginning of the next rebuild for them. Um, but I don't think, you know, I, I don't think that they would make moves um, like that unless Beal comes up to them before the draft and says, look, I'm not going to re-sign with you guys. You know, go ahead and start doing what you need to start doing. Um, but if they, if they are in the, let's give this one more run mode, then it's, I think it's during.
1: So, Building on that for just a second, I think Beal would be a phenomenal mentor for Sharp. I I think that he would be a nice – that would be a nice transition too. So he re-signs, he gets his bag, doesn't work out this year, and they they off they work a trade in the 2023 offseason, and then Sharp is now the new face of the franchise. I think that makes a lot of sense too.
0: Sharp has said in numerous interviews that his two favorite players and two players he draws inspiration from is Devin Booker and Bradwood Beal, so – there's uh there's some credence to that. But uh yeah, I mean I don't I don't I mean Moles are are you is Sharp your pick or are you going with tie tie?
1: I went with Ty-Ty Okay. Well, because I think he helps them more this year.
0: Okay. If that's the case, I'm gonna stick with Duran. If it was Sharp I was gonna have to think a little bit more because it's a tough choice. But if it's between Durin and Tie ty I'm taking Jalen Duran. So Uh, with the number 10 pick, Top of Thunder, on behalf of Washington Wizards, take Jalen Dern out of the University of Memphis. And after that huge discussion, we're back to no sailings. Number 11 pick, New York Knicks. Uh, This is on behalf of Albert and Alex, who could not be here today. So, please mess it up. No, I'm just kidding.
5: (laughs) Uh, Shade Sharp? (laughs) Yeah. I yeah. think they're sprinting Machine and intentional playing for two years. Y'all are going to
2: him
0: years, so. are gonna do
5: that to us, huh? Uh, yes, actually, we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that's together. exactly <laughs> what we're going to do.
0: Hey, I understand. I respect it. So, Cy with the number 11 pick, New York next takes Shaden Sharp. And the Thunder back on the board with Topic Thunder at pick 12. Um, and uh, we'll start with Moles. Moles, what you thinking, man?
1: Uh. Double checking my list because I can't believe this guy is still available. Uh, the mathlete himself, and matherin Like it's it's such a great pick. Uh, I don't really need to wax poetic on it. I think you guys can do it better, but I think you would fit beautifully alongside Shay and Giddy in the backcourt. And we've already got uh, Chet Holmgren here, so yeah, great upside, great potential to slide right in and be a culture fit too and he's
0: canadian (laughs) we're we're fiends for canadians absolutely yeah no i I think if math falls this far given who else is on the board yeah i think i think Mathurin's for sure the pick here um just you know, like we talked about with um, with Johnny, like Matherin can do a lot off ball as well as on ball. He's a great cutter, great slasher, and that works well with Giddy, who we've seen is just great at feeding guys running back door. Um, so, and I mean, he, he's got that dog in him. He's super tight with Blue. Got the Montreal connection. So yeah, I like him, man. So, without further ado, the 12th pick in the draft, top of Thunder for the Thunder, select Benedict Matherin. And we are back to pick 13, the Charlotte Hornets, for no secrets.
4: Hmm.
0: Keep it in mind
2: that they have pick 15 also.
5: Yeah, I was about to say, we can't telegraph too much here, boys. We got we to gotta make sure that
3: <laughs> keep the secrets for us. Uh... I, I think we could be very transparent here, Nick, because if we wanted to, we would call their bluff that Mark Williams is going to be there at fifteen.
4: You know, I, I, I think the only <laughs> risk is someone trading up, but that's not possible in this exercise. So, I think you're I, pretty I, I,
3: safe with Mark Williams making it to 15. Let's just go ahead and say that. if we're trying to accurately, pre- you know, predict, that would be very bold of Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they're 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 going to
5: put him at point guard. It's going to be fine, guys. <laughs> the the Tri Towers. What. Are, is, is that Larry Mark in an erasure? How dare you!
0: <laughs> it's quadruple moles. Come on now,
3: Lori Legend. Um. Okay, so. So if we aren't taking Mark. Williams. Now, don't you feel like this draft is just, you know, the order shifted a bit. Just gone too chalk for what is actually going to happen on draft night. Don't you think there's well, got to be one wild card in here?
5: Yes. And if there's going to be a team to do it, it's probably the team that's got 13 and 15, isn't it? What what wild card are you thinking here?
3: I mean, I, I guess this person is less of a wild card to go in the lottery, but maybe for some mock draft exercises. I don't know. Maybe Usman Jang here.
5: That was the guy I was going to suggest, even though I'm lower on him than that. If we're going wild card,
4: I think he's the wild card here. Uh, it was going to be janger or Igbashi for me.
5: Oh, yes, I will campaign for Ocha Igbashi. You know, I will, Tyler.
3: We, we ride at dawn, bitches. <laughs> I, I, I also would love to be a part of that campaign. Um, and it would probably be the smart decision. But I just feel like there's got to be a wild card somewhere. Maybe it's Cleveland taking Mark Williams. Maybe that's the wild card.
0: That would be a very wild card. <laughs> that would be the wildest of cards. <laughs>
5: Maybe Michael Jordan just decides he really loves the competitive (laughs) spirit of Kennedy Chandler, you know, and that's just, Oh God. (laughs) The board
3: falls apart. Uh, I
4: I will gladly cede control to you, Corey. Uh, My top two would be Igbaji or Jang. If we're thinking something goes weird here.
5: Are you betraying the agenda, Tyler? Nope. How could, you, how could you do Never. this? How could you do Never. this to me and Ochai Agbaji's parents? I've
4: been pumping Ochai Agbaji as a first-round talent since his freshman year when he couldn't hit the backboard on a jumper. So how dare you? But how high? <laughs> we but how we high. have been doing that together, Tyler Metcalf. <laughs> we have been on the same podcast for that long, sir. Uh,
5: no, I mean, if we're going to go wildcard, I'm willing to concede control to Uzman Jang, but... Um... That's it, it. It's tough to abandon Oshai in his moment of need here. But given that Tyler's already hopped off the train,
4: I suppose I'm oh going to go along.
3: Kenny, Kenny Atkinson, the guy who develops the young guys.
4: Michael Jordan, who loves taking older blue blood players.
3: Well, did anybody from North Carolina actually make it into the draft? Well. Wait, wait.
5: No, it can't be Oshai. <laughs> KPO Jack. That's, that's right. Because of North Carolina. Okay. So, Uzman Jang, it is.
3: Uzman <laughs> Jang.
0: All right. Because of
3: MJ.
5: Yes.
0: Because of MJ. All right. Well, number 13, no seamless select for the Charlotte Hornets. Uzman Jang, RIP to the gang. Uh, uh, in Interns for the Thunder, anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, going to pick 14, top of Thunder, selecting for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And, um, uh, I'm just going to throw my hat in the ring for Ochai Agbaji. Um, yes. He's he's kind of my – like, like, I think he fits perfectly. You know, this is a team that's trying to take the next step in terms of um, – I think they meant to play him last year, so they probably want to get to that next step. They've got a nice core with Evan Mobley, Darius Garland, um, Jarrett Allen, who was an all-star last year. They got some nice young pieces. But bringing in Ochai, who was one of the best shooters in the draft, one of the best shooters in college last year, and also has – you know the veteran presence can really get after it defensively. I, I think it makes too much sense. If I was going to argue for another player, Malachi Branham could be fun. Maybe he could be uh, what they thought Kiris Levert was going to be. But uh, I'm I'm going with O.J. Baiji for my pick. Uh,
2: I guess I'll talk. Um, so Branham was the guy that I was going to take here. Um, I just feel like. Branham would probably be a better shooter off of Garland. Um, and I don't know what the future holds for Colin Sexton. Um, and so Branham would definitely be my pick here.
1: I'm, I'm going with Branham also. I mean, I feel like they saw the progression that the kid had in the second half of the season. He's a local kid. He played at Ohio State. Cleveland like they're going to know as much as they possibly can about him I think it's just a natural fit um and and Garland taking the next step I think Sexton you know isn't long on that team he's probably going to be playing elsewhere soon somebody else will get the pleasure of paying him the bag um especially coming off of injury so yeah I think I think uh, Malachi is the guy here
0: Alright, so despite my best efforts, uh, Malachi Brandon is the pick at number 14 for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And we are to pick 15. And guys, Otai is still on the board for the Charlotte Hornets.
5: So is so, Mark Williams. So... My worst my reverse psychology worked perfectly. <laughs> so we did it, boys.
2: So since uh, since we are just out of the lottery, I believe this would be a good place for our mid-roll. So we
5: do have
0: one of those, so pause for a word from our sponsors
6: incurring debt is one of the staples of adulthood believe me i know you know from the start of you know going to college moving out of your house starting your own family um all that leads to incurring debt um and paying down debt can be very stressful you know because basically everything has to go right you have to find other forms of income other flows of income uh to try to go ahead and 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 bring that down um and it's very difficult to do, you know, you, you sometimes you start to juggle multiple credit cards, multiple payment dates, um, and it can be very arduous. Uh, but if you're tired of juggling due dates, consolidating with a personal loan could be your answer. Uh, that way you'll have one, just one due date a month, and Credit Karma can help you find the best option for you. Credit Karma uses credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you. Uh, so you can have a better idea of what loan amount you can get approved for. Credit Karma will even show you your chances of approval, so you can choose between loan offers that you're more likely to get approved for and apply with more confidence. Comparing loan offers on Credit Karma is 100% free, it won't affect your credit scores, and you can save money in the process. Are you ready to apply? Head over to creditkarma.com slash loan to see personalized offers. Again, that's creditkarma.com/slash/loan/offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com/slash/loan/offers. Credit Karma. Apply with more confidence today.
0: And we're back with the pick fifteen and no ceilings. Is selecting for the Hornets. Uh, their guy that they campaign hard for at thirteen, Ochai Baji is there. But the guy that they telegraphed they're gonna take, Mark Williams, is also there. What will they do?
5: Decisions, decisions. Mark. 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 Yeah.
0: All right. That was easy. <laughs> with the pick 15 in the NBA draft, the No Ceilings Collectives on behalf of Charlotte it selects Mark Williams. And we're back to Topic Thunder with pick number 16 for the Atlanta Hawks. And I'll I, I let Moles go first. Moles, you go on.
1: Yeah, Egboji goes here. I think he has to. Um, they need to get Trey some help um, as, as much as he, as they can. He's a winner, um, part of an elite program, a Blue Blood program, and he, he really he understands winning, and I think that's something that, yes, I know they were just removed from the Eastern Conference Finals um, in what was kind of, it seems like it was forever ago, uh, but that uh, they're moving on from Collins. They're going to need, you know, some more scoring punch. He just makes a lot of sense for them, uh, in the backcourt to help Trey. Yeah. I was going
0: to say the fact that they are potentially looking to move off from Collins. I might mean Tari Eason here. Um, just, I again, understand that too. Just a big physical wing that can get after it defensively, uh, dive to the rim, uh, was super efficient. Um, had crazy stocks members in college. So like, he would be fun. I get what you're saying with the though. I mean, if Alex wants to go with Bajido, I y'all have my blessing and I will support it. It won't be, you know, it doesn't matter what I say. I support it. So uh, Alex, what are you thinking?
2: I mean, so, so I would like Akbaji. Like, I mean, I would like Ethan here, but man, from everything that I've heard He hasn't been doing too well in workouts and things of that nature. Um, So, I'm going to go with Akbaji here. I think, uh, you know, getting a a wing, a strong wing, uh, a more experienced, one of the more experienced um, players here in this draft in this first round, Um, I'm going to go with Akbaji.
0: I'll also throw in just like a wild card. Like Corey said, like this has kind of been a little chalk, so like let's get weird, just like throw this name out there and like see what you think about it. You think Atlanta would reach for Jaden Hardy at this point? Um
2: I don't, it's it's just you know, you have to realize what their star does, you know, what Trey does. And yeah. I I would think that maybe um already occupies some of the same airspace that Trey does.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Hey, I just want to throw a different name well, out there. Like so, said, I gonna little out.
1: He's he's fun. Like I think that him and him and Trey just like putting a defense on skates would be fun together.
2: I, I think they turned into Dame and, and CJ.
1: They they very I think they they very well could. My my question is to to throw it back to you is What pressure is there to compete now and how much development is Hardy going to need in order to be effective at the next level Mm -hmm. alongside Trey? I mean, they're already, you know, Trey entered his extension um, and there's a lot of pressure there to perform and to get in the playoffs and to go deep. So that's the only concern I got with Hardy.
0: Yeah, I guess it depends on, like, what you value as experience. You know, Hardy played a year against professional guys. You know, I'm stepping up and taking a challenge, and Igbaji was a senior at a Blue Blood in college. So, I mean, I can see either side. Like I said, I'm, I'm cool with Igbaji. I just want to throw a different name out there. So, uh, It's fun. After all the discourse with the number 16 pick, top of thunder for Atlanta Hawks is taking Ochai Igbaji. And going to no ceilings. Picking number 17 for the Houston Rockets.
5: So funny that you should mention Jaden Hardy because I was going to bring him up here as a consideration for the Houston Rockets. I think they have a lot of guys like him, which means probably a bit of a swing. So I think that I would personally lean more towards someone who's probably going to accept upset both Corey and Metcalf. But
3: what about EJ Liddell here? Uh, I mean, I, I love EJ Liddell almost on any team. Yeah. Um, I was thinking Eason here. Same. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. I mean, I'm slightly lower on him than Liddell, but only slightly, so I'm totally fine with that.
4: Not On my board, I have EJ higher than Eason, but I think Eason's the uh... – kind of the bigger homegrown swing where if yeah. his shooting does, you know, continue to trend upwards, if he ever develops a left hand, um, and he provides some actual defensive playmaking on a team that desperately needs it. So I, I think I would lean Eason here. Um, Cause I, I just think EJ is a little more of a better fit on a team looking to kind of compete a little, little bit quicker.
5: That, that's fair. I see that you want him to fall to the Timberwolves. I get it. But, exactly. No, in all, in, all, in all seriousness, I think that the defensive playmaking is one of the things I'm most confident will translate for Eason. So I think that makes a lot of sense for Houston to bring him in.
3: And I think he kind of fits better in the front court. Like we drafted Paolo for them earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. That's a little bit easier of a fit with, with Paolo. Yeah, that's true too.
0: All right. Bolton oh, number seventeen pick, no ceilings on behalf of Houston Rockets take Tari Eason. Now, topic Thunder is on the on the clock, number eighteen with Corey's Chicago Bulls. So, mm-hmm. uh, guys, I'm just gonna go ahead and throw my hat in the ring for the aforementioned EJ Waddell. Uh, I, I think that uh, you know he would be a good fit there. You know, a guy that just like he's got some size. He's he's a wing. Um, gets off the ground really quickly. He's got a quick second jump, got good shot blocking instinct gets effort defensively um, can go out there and like give you a legitimate scoring punch. And I think that, uh, you know, for a bulls team that, you know, took a, not even a step, like a huge leap this year in terms of, you know, where they were last year, I think uh, trying to go to the next step with a veteran like EJ Waddell that just does all the right things, all the intangibles. I, I think that, you could do worse here, but uh, let me uh, let, let me go to Moles first. Moles, how you how you feel about EJ O'Dell? You got somebody else in mind?
1: First, I'm I'm shook that Houston made a decision based on a guy's uh, defensive chops. It it seemed like they've like forgotten about that side of the ball for a long time. Um, no, I I think that makes a lot of sense. Another guy, I mean, I would like to throw Hardy's name in here too. Mm-hmm who knows what happens with Levine in the off season. It, it feels like he would be able to slot right into that, that role a little bit, obviously not as effectively, but, um, just, just another guy, but I, I totally can get behind your pick.
2: Do you guys think that, uh, the bulls have missed the Laurie marketing era? Maybe some Nikola Jovich love here.
0: I don't
5: think they've missed Laurie Markinen at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just personally.
5: Maybe a floor wow, This is the second there? time that Laurie Markinen has been slandered <laughs> on this podcast. That's impressive.
0: We're dragging Laurie Markkinen through the mud <laughs> in a draft podcast. Uh,
3: I'm on Laurie Markinen Island still, so it's fine. Oh, dang. Catching all the strays. <laughs> I'm fine with EJ. All
0: right, well. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Both. No. Oh, you good? Okay. Well, the number 18 pick... The Chicago Bulls select EJ Waddell. Corey, before we get to pick 19, that's your Bulls, man. How are you feeling
3: about EJ Waddell there? I feel great. It's one of, you know, my dream scenarios for this draft. I think if the Bulls were able to walk away with Liddell or Jalen Williams, I would be ecstatic on draft night. I think uh, the Bulls maybe would prefer that type of on-ball creator to the Jaden Hardy, you know, do we know if he's going to be able to catch Kobe white before we talk about catching and replacing Zach Levine stats is my concern. So, yeah, but I love the Liddell pick.
0: All right. Rock and roll. Well, uh, guys clear out for Metcalf pick 19, Minnesota Timberwolves. So what, what y'all thinking here?
4: Blake Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> how, how how do how do I remove you from this? Um, uh, <laughs> No, this is kind of worst-case scenario for the Timberwolves right now. I I really hate how this board fell for them. Um, I'm kind of tempted to reach on Coloco, but that's probably too early. Um, I think a guy like Christian Brown kind of makes sense. Uh, He's just recently worked out there. Otherwise, uh, Jalen Williams would probably be towards the top of my list, and I'll just throw out a wild card of Max Christie because why not?
5: I think of those guys, I would go with Jalen Williams for them, but – yeah, this sport is unfortunate for the Timberwolves. <laughs> you
4: can believe Jalen Williams did also just work out with them uh, same day or same week, at least as uh Brown. Corey, what are you thinking?
3: I would, if I, if it was me, I would say Jalen Williams, I guess with Jalen it's like, is he the guy that ultimately replaces delo Are they really trying as hard as it seems to move him or is that just rumors is he going to be there this year? Corey,
5: the guy to replace D-Lo is Blake Wesley. We've been over sure. this.
3: <laughs> You're right. How could I forget?
4: <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh,
0: I
1: love it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think Jalen Williams is the pick.
0: All right. Number 19. All right, Jalen
1: Williams, Arkansas. You got oh. it. You got <laughs> all yours. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Clara. Santa nice, Clara. Nice try. <laughs> the nice
0: guy try. that famously holds... I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> So number 19, Minnesota Timberwolves select J one Williams out of Santa Clara. And top thunder's back on the board or back on the clock. I keep saying it on the board. I'm stupid. All right. With San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs uh took Jeremy Sohan at pick number nine. So I pick 20. Alex, what are you thinking here? Ooh, um
2: man, so Spurs are such a hodgepodge of just different guys that no one's a number one. Just a bunch of like threes out there. Um, you know what? Maybe to you no. Know,
1: Man, yeah, I is, feel like this is this is exactly what their war room is going to be like too. This is like difficult. A, a I got a like, name to throw like, out there if you want
2: one. As far as, far as the Spurs go, like Jovovich just sounds like the perfect Spursian player right there. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, Jaden Hardy, I think, as far as somebody that can give them shooting because they are lacking that um, I, I, from the guard position, um, somebody that can probably ultimately become a. Uh, a playmaker, point guard, facilitator, and shooter.
0: Um, I'm going Jaden Hardy right here. Um, I, I just want to say, you know, like, this is a team, like you guys mentioned, last year they took Josh Primo out of nowhere at number 12. So, like, if there's a – like, they kind of went safe with Jeremy Sonahan at pick nine. So, I feel like with two other picks in the first round, I could see them getting a little bit crazy. Um. <laughs> I think they might think this guy's there at twenty five so that kind of changes my mind I'm gonna keep that in my back pocket I just wasted time for no reason mole's going back to you
1: yeah I'm going Jovic here um, I, he just makes a lot of sense for them very a big guy can do a lot on the court they've got a really good international pipeline as far as like their scouting goes like maybe Presty has overtaken them as far as you know uh, having having more eyes everywhere but um, I'm going Jovich just so you have to choose between the two.
0: Okay. So, who did Alex said? He said Jaden Hardy, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I'm going Jovic as well uh, just because, I mean, he's an international guy. Uh, he's a guy that's kind of all over the place on boards, and it's going to be one of those guys that gets plugged in and, Pop's going to know just how to use him and people are going to be like, of course, the Spurs got this guy. So, yeah, I, I think we'll go with Nikola there. So pick number 20. The San Antonio Spurs take Nikola Jovic. Now, Nick, that's your guy, man. How do you feel about uh, Jovic and San Antonio?
5: I love it. I think the fit's great. I think 20 is a really solid spot for him to fall in the first round, and I don't have to go through the pain of raising him to Metcalf and Corey as a potential draft pick going forward. So (laughs) A-plus is all the way around for that one.
0: All right, rock and roll. Hey, at pick 21, you guys are on the clock with uh, Denver Nuggets, and we also just blew the chance to have Jovich and Jokic on the same team. So
5: Can we go back to the Jaden Hardy well here?
3: So I, I, would on brand. I would be thinking two guys for the same reason, one Jaden Hardy, two Patrick Baldwin Jr. And either of those guys kind of fall into the category of guys that the Denver Nuggets typically bet on that were ranked highly preseason and then uh, had less than ideal years and fell to us, a la you know Bowl Bull Bull and Michael Porter Jr. Uh, R.J. Hampton. So, I think either two of those guys make a little bit of sense from that perspective.
4: What about a guy like Dalen Terry? Because it, it is a new regime in Denver. Um, and I think, I feel like Hardy and PBJ are kind of just poor man's facsimiles of Michael Porter and Jabal Murray. Um, and Dalen and Terry is a guy they don't really have with his kind of defensive versatility, his passing. Um, his slashing and, you know, what whatever your optimism is with his shooting.
3: I mean, I, I really like the fit a lot and I, I, I'm high enough on Dalen that I'd have comfortably taken him a couple of picks ago if, you know, he happened to land on the bulls board, you know, I'd have been fine with that type of guy too. It's interesting because he can, I could see him going even higher than this. So he, I would imagine he's actually in play here.
5: Yeah. I don't think Terry's entirely out of the question. I'm slightly lower on him than this. So I think I would probably put my hat in the ring more for Hardy personally, but I mean, if they're going to take a swing on a guy who's pretty early in his developmental curve, then I
4: think they might take a chance on Terry for sure. So I'm going to lean terry um i just i I like and hardy's higher on my board but just fit wise i i don't think it makes any sense for what they are as a team so i'm just gonna lean terry
3: i think i'll between those two i think i think i'll go hardy here all
5: right i think that's two for hardy then
3: all right i'm
0: glad you said that because i could have swore you just said uh and terry so all right Number 21 pick, no seamless select. On behalf of Denver Nuggets, Jaden Hardy out of G-Week Ignite. Boys, we are on the board for the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Jaden Hardy was the name that I was I was kind of looking at there. I'm not going to lie. I thought that he would have been a lot of fun there. Um, I'm I'm going to throw it up. Mm. No, nah, I'm not going
2: to say this guy.
1: Uh, Moles, I'll, I'll go to you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Who, who are you thinking for the Grizzlies? Kendall Brown. I think he just fits their culture. Um, Baylor, like if you were to think of like what college program really fits, like if you had to make Memphis a college program, I would say Memphis and Baylor, like, and and not just, you know, you're going from a grizzly to a bear, but like really just a grit and grind type of defense, where you out, throw a bunch of big physical players at you and and wear you down by the end by the fourth quarter. Um, very gritty, like you could even take John Morant off of the, off of the Grizzlies and that team still like fights you tooth and nail. That's very much in the DNA of uh, what Baylor's got going on. I think Kendall Brown makes a lot of sense for them culturally. Um, From what I've heard, he's a, he's a great interview. People are very impressed with him. So I, I think right here, if they're looking at another guy, they can just throw in their rotation. I think he makes a lot of sense. Alex,
0: what about
2: you, man? Alex, can you hear <laughs> okay, me? Cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, I think I'm gonna throw Ty Ty Washington here um, because Ty's Jones, their backup, their backup point guard, he is coming up on free agency, and this is one of those years where there's not a ton of free agents out there, so Ty's Jones could um you know get the bag somewhere else and i think you know as far as the grizzlies they don't necessarily want to start putting too much money into just role players um so i think high tie washington is probably somebody that could possibly be available to the to draft
0: yeah a name that i was going to throw out there is margin Beauchamp. Um, just the athletic wing uh, that can do a little bit more. Like, you know, he's he's not as tall or as long as Kendall Brown, not as athletic as Kendall Brown, but I think he could do a little bit more offensively. Um, I, I think he'd be a fun pick. But, I mean, if you guys aren't swayed by that at all, and I'm picking between Kendall Brown and Ty Washington. <sighs> I <laughs> – really? You got to think about this? You? Huh. Yeah, no, I mean – I'm it's not, that's not Nicky's why I'm fan. going here, but yeah, I think I'm going to go <laughs> Okay. I'm going to go. Just, because, <laughs> just, just because, uh you know, I, I think it was Matt Babcock that said that he doesn't think Ty Ty's getting out the lottery. Um, I mean, at this point at pick 22, I mean, the fall stops. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, can score at all three levels. He's got a smooth jumper. Uh, He was a good playmaker when he was given the opportunity at Kentucky and, since he had to play off of Severe Wheeler, uh, he learned how to play a little bit of off ball, maybe he could play a little bit off ball on John Morant. So yeah, I I, I guess we'll go tie tie here. I don't feel great about it, but I don't really feel great about a lot of the options there for Grizzlies.
1: So they're as, going from tie to tie tie.
2: Yeah, as, as Dylan turns around from the camera and does a, a quick fist pump <laughs> for his guy. Yo.
1: Yeah, so uh <laughs> heard that he's not getting out of the lottery so (laughs) for washington i I think (laughs) (laughs) that was my way i had him going i had him going in the lottery but that's cool
0: yeah all right so going to pick 23 uh for no ceilings the philadelphia 76ers nate's sixers um i think also uh maxwell's sixers as well so uh pressure's on guys what you thinking
3: oh man this is a really rough one uh i think i'll throw out marjan bochamp here
4: i like that and nah, nah, i i'm a lot lower on bochamp but it makes sense all
0: right i short uh, that was a, a lot point. easier than
4: i thought it would be <laughs> <laughs>
0: To Go from just shrugging when I said it was your turn to just like being consensus and agreeing. uh, I like it so. The weirdest, the weirdest run to the podium right there. (laughs) Marjon Bochamp.
5: (laughs) All right, it's like a little stutter step before the run to the podium, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So, no
0: ceilings, pick 23 on behalf of Philadelphia 76ers, selects Marjon Bochamp at G League. Good night, and we're back in the board, back on the clock. God, stop, Dylan. Pick twenty four for the Milwaukee Bucks, and um, there's some options here. This is where I'm gonna throw into the ring. I think I'm gonna throw into the ring Christian Brown, a guy mm-hmm. that is a shooter. He's bouncy. He's athletic. He's he's competitive. Um, you might say he's got that dog in him. I think you know his uh, his attitude and his toughness. I think would not only Match what Milwaukee's looking for as they continue to compete, but uh, you know, give you another Grayson Allen type player because you know that seemed to worked out so far.
2: I think uh, I think the the Bucks have uh, reached their quota on attitudinal no shooting white guys. So um, between him and who's the other guy on their team that. That uh, Connor Tim's a big Connor There we go. Yeah. Um, so I mean, why the hell not? Uh, I was thinking more. I mean, if you want to continue to um to surround Giannis with shooting, I was thinking this could be a a reach grab for uh PBJ for Patrick Baldwin
5: Jr. He's just gonna love going back to the city of Milwaukee for another year. That's gonna be really high <laughs> oh awesome. yeah, priority. True, yeah.
2: His dad, his dad won't be there. But yeah, I get what you're thinking. <laughs> that's tough. That's
5: tough. Moles, what you thinking,
0: man?
1: like uh, man, oh, sure. this is this is a this is a tough spot. Um like Kennedy Chandler, maybe here. I, I don't know. They don't need a lot though. That's the thing. Like they're just, they're kind of going for depth. And so, yeah. I mean, 30, 37% from three. um, Very young, 19 still has a lot of room to grow. I, I don't know. I, I think, I think it's good. I, a solid defender, willing defender. I think it makes sense, but you could throw almost anybody here for the Bucks and it I wouldn't hate it.
0: Actually, I think I'm going to change my pick. Uh, I'm going to go window more from Duke. You know, getting an adult Ooh. in the room to, you know, match the winning mindset that the Bucks have. You know, what I mean, I, I took what you said to heart about, you know, already, you know, white guys with the with the attitude and toughness thing, Alex. So, we'll go window more man, get a guy, get a guy that is a veteran on that he's played on good teams. Uh, he's filled a role, and uh, I think it was Albert that said, you know, he doesn't do anything elite, but the fact that he does so many well is elite in and of itself. So I'll go Wendell Moore as my pick.
2: I'm okay with that. I think championship teams want to want to draft um, players that are ready to play, um, and so Wendell Moore definitely fits that that building. So I'm okay with that. Maddie?
1: I'm Like I said, you could throw almost anybody here. Them yeah. and it, it's fine. I mean, they're not. I can't see this person, you know, by the playoffs next year really being a, a big rotational piece. It's going to be a couple years for that because they're pretty deep. So, yeah, it's fine. All right.
0: Pick twenty four. Type of Thunder selects for Milwaukee Bucks. Window more out of Duke, and we're back to the Spurs. Pick twenty five for no ceilings. What y'all think?
3: nominate Laravia
0: yeah, that's I see yeah whenever I had picked 20 that's who I was thinking I was they had 25 and then I didn't even consider that you guys were picking 25 so I should have just took them, but yeah
4: so, so do we really think they're gonna walk away with Sohan Jovic, and Laravia
3: yeah that's a fair point yeah yeah not in, mm. probably not in this scenario necessarily
5: well, I'm going to throw out someone who I know is going to be popular with both of y'all, too. What about uh, Prochita?
3: I mean, you know, you're speaking to my heart right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a very Spursian pick right there.
4: Um, yeah. And he, he's close to BPA for me right now, too. I think he fills very provides them with shooting and, you know, size on the wing. I, and if they need to stash him for a year or just throw him in the G League like they did with Primo. Um, they can do that, too. So, I, I, I'm more than on board with Prochita. I'm in. Call it in, boys.
0: And I am sad. So, uh, the San Antonio Spurs select Gabriel Prashida, pick number 25. If I can figure out how to spell his name. All right, we're good. All right, going back to Topic Thunder, pick 26. and we have the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, let's start with Moles here. Moles, what are you thinking for the Mavs?
1: Um. Not not great shooting. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw Bryce McAllen's in this mix here. I I do think that they're they could lose Brunson. They're gonna lose a lot of usage. There's only so much that that they can get um, out of Luca. <laughs> I mean, he can't handle it every single second of of the game. McGowan's can take a little bit of that pressure off. I I don't know, like it kind of just I don't know what they look for as a as a Brunson replacement, but I do see them wanting to get somebody to fill that role. I don't see anybody naturally being able to just slide up into that spot. And I don't know that they're gonna have the finances to be able to go out and replace him in the in free agency. So McGowan's, You gotta I'm I'm willing to listen to anybody else though. what
2: about, uh, about Dallin Terry He's kind he of a
1: playmaker.
2: Go. The guy
0: who's on the board. <laughs> yeah. Kind of he a playmaker. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Okay, cool. Yeah, he is there. Yeah. I mean, hey, you don't got to convince me. I feel like that's a that's a really good pick.
1: Oversight. Good point. Good
0: job, Mark Cuban. All oh, right. Thank you. Pick 26 Top Thunder for Dallas Mavericks. Select Dalen Terry. Dalen Terry? Dalen Terry?
5: Dalen, I believe.
0: Dalen Terry out of University of Arizona. And we're pick who is, 26. Who, who, who is Dallas' GM? Is it
2: is it still Donnie Nelson?
5: It's Clark uh, Mubin. It's yeah. Mark Cuban. Cuban. No, I. I yeah. uh, it's <laughs> oh, it's uh, Park, Nico. Uh,
3: Nico something. He was like oh, the okay. uh, Nico, yeah. he I ran know. um like Nike or something like yeah some big time thing.
0: Nice. All right, guys. Nico said for man. Miami Heat. <laughs> Who are you drafting into Heat culture? Well,
5: what? we didn't take Jake Laravia before. Do we take him here?
3: I, I kind of like it because I feel like they're probably leaving the Boston series thinking like we need bigger guys that can kind of size up a little bit and play both ends. That way we don't have to worry about benching Duncan Robinson. Like maybe with Luravia, you get a little bit of both.
4: I'm good with that. Um, I, I, I was going to slow su- or suggest Terry um, before he was so rudely Sane. selected before. <laughs> um, but I, I, I guess Luravia is a, a fine backup.
0: Jake Oravia is the pick at pick 27 for the Miami Heat from no ceilings. I had to switch up a little bit and go reverse on that. So all right, Topic Thunder, pick 28 here. And we are selecting for the Golden State Warriors, our favorite team. So uh let's we'll start with Alex here. Alex, I, how are you feeling for the Warriors? I'm feeling
2: <laughs> horrible. Um I, I think Kendall Brown would probably be a good selection here. Just a a bigger wing adds toughness. Um, I just, you know, again, the Warriors are in the freaking finals. Like, it's not like they need a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, you know, I, I think Kendall Brown probably gives them a, a dynamic that, that they're currently lacking right now. You know, Jordan Floyd's not, you know, it's not a bigger wing. He's more of a smooth shooting, you know, scoring specialist. Um you know, they have um what's the rookie from last year from Arkansas? I think uh Moody. not Arkansas. Moody, yeah. Moses Moody, they have him. Um, so he should probably get a little, a little bit more time, but I mean getting getting more guys in that kind of play like him, I just think Kendall Brown probably fits here.
0: First, thinking most?
1: Make makes sense. A lot of the things you read about him as far as his pluses and minuses you're like oh that's that's like draymond green <laughs> in a lot of aspects so um i yeah i i could see that for sure um if looking at the ringer they say shades of grant williams and and Kenrich williams and they could certainly use some of that hustle too um while they've got manhandled in both of their losses on the boards, so um yeah it makes a lot of sense
0: all right doesn't matter what i gotta say so Kendall Brown for the Golden State Warriors is the pick from Topic Thunder. And we are back to no ceilings at pick 29 for the Memphis Grizzlies.
5: All right, I'm going to go pure game theory here, and I also know that Metcalf will support the player that I have behind my reasoning here. There seems to be a whole lot of signs that Max Christie has a first-round promise. This is our last attempt at a first-round pick. I think he makes a lot of sense in Memphis. On top of that, so I'm going to throw Max Christie after this one.
4: Yeah, I'm 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 all aboard that. I also think he goes way earlier than this too, and surprises a lot of people.
3: You saw, you could have spoke up during my my whole chaos point earlier.
1: Well, and, and not quite that high. That was a little too rich. God, I. I, you say game theory, but I feel like you're playing a little inside baseball because you know how much. Uh, I have no sources.
5: Him. I said that last time I was on here. <laughs> I believe I will reiterate that I have no sources. I'm purely going off of buzz and speculation that I have heard, and you know, a little bit of little bit of game theory on top of that, I guess. All right. So, as Metcalf
0: said, for us taking Dale and Terry, uh, you guys so rubly select Max Christie for the Memphis Grizzlies. And don't know if I'll forgive you. So, topic thunder, back on the. You clock gotta blame someone. Blame me. It's my fault. Uh, it's it's all good. Uh, I, I I gave you too many ribs about uh, the Kings, and I'll just get Alex to say Luka Doncic again before we get started. Oh.
5: <laughs> okay. All right. Now I know I've gone too far. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys.
0: Uh, at pick thirty or so, Christie was the guy. That, he he was my my smoking gun, for lack of a better term. He was who I was liking there. So. Um, I'm trying to, you know, I'm the LeBron meme, but in in sad fashion, you know, smiling through the pain, trying to hide the tears. So uh Alex, what are you thinking for pick thirty?
2: Whoo! Um man, we can go so many directions. Like we already have Chet on the board, we have Matherin on the board. Um I I, I you know what? We need shooting, pick number thirty. You know, high. You know, low risk, high reward possibility. Uh, so I'm going to go Patrick Baldwin
1: Jr. Peanut butter jelly time. Let's go.
0: <laughs> All right, doesn't really matter what I said. I was going <laughs> to throw out somebody else, but who? Cool. I mean, who, who are you going to throw out? I mean, let's let's or are you save
1: it, it for 34.
0: Well, I don't want to bring it up because, uh, yeah, I mean, we have 34. We we actually do have 34 now. Not like you know, it's happening for them later. So. I'm not going to bring it up. Uh, I I do know a couple of these guys really like this certain player I was going to bring up. So, that's all I got to say. So, with pick 30, we select Patrick Baldwin Jr., the Oklahoma City Thunder. And no ceilings is back on the board at number 31 for the Indiana Pacers. I said on the board again. Kill me.
3: Uh um I'll throw out Bryce McGowns.
4: That's the name I was looking at just in terms of homegrown swing.
3: Has Hal Burton <laughs> to make all his decisions for him? Okay,
5: that's that, that's the best selling point I've heard yet.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, I I uh, also imagine him giving Rick Carlisle a stroke about a month into the season. Um yeah.
5: I was I was gonna throw out Kennedy Chandler. But I mean, I don't know. I've, (laughs) I have come around on Bryce McGowan's as uh, both of my no ceilings colleagues are certainly aware. So I'm not, I'm not going to hate on that pick too hard, but I do, I do agree that the odds of Rick Carlisle having some kind of uh, nervous breakdown watching Bryce McGowan's checkup shots at some point during the course of the year should like, they should have betting odds for that in Vegas. And well, I the I'd take it.
3: The other name I was going to say was Wesley, so he wouldn't have to worry about it if we. If we oh my god! That. <laughs> okay, so Bryce McGowan's great. Glad, glad we figured that one out.
0: <laughs> All right, pick thirty-one. No ceilings on behalf of Indiana Pacers. Select Bryce McGowan's out of the University of Nebraska. And guys, we're on the board. God, I said it. Again. I'm. I'm literally gonna punch myself in the face. Well, over and over.
3: you got a few. You got a few more chances to get it right. We believe in you.
0: I know. Uh, <laughs> as long as I get it right from mine, I. I, I guess I'll be all right. But should
3: I, I just get like a watch <laughs> and hold it up whenever
1: it's uh He's. he's only <laughs> had thirty-one you. opportunities to this point. Give the man a break.
0: <laughs> I said it a couple times. All right, give me credit where it's due. So, Orlando Magic. Uh, early on, they selected Jabari Smith Junior. Um, what are we thinking here? I'll. I'll start with moles.
1: Ah. Uh, I mean, well, what about position? Like, do you think they go guard? Do you think they go somebody in the backcourt? Um like maybe can you rely on Fultz going forward? Is that is is he weighing into this decision at all or are you just cuz like Kennedy Chandler here could be best player available and if you just kind of do that, you know.
2: What about uh I got, Blake Wesson?
0: Right there with them. Yeah, I mean, I think theoretically Wesley has a higher ceiling, always higher upside than uh, Kennedy Chandler does. Um, also, Kennedy Chandler is like very tiny. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, and, you know, like the Magic, they have they have a lot of players at every position, and then you know, you bring in Jabari Smith Jr. That's not to say like you know they're not gonna take. A, B, C, or D, but I think that they would shoot for upside on this pick, so if if you're asking me between those two, I'm going Blake Wesley, um, but I'm willing to be swayed if Moles feels really strong about it.
1: I, I feel no strength about it. All right. Zero well, strength.
0: At pick 32 for Orlando Magic, Topic Thunder, select much to no ceilings, uh, joy Blake Wesley. So they don't have to even thinking about taking <laughs> it. I Word. mean, Blake, Blake Wesley is... is There's
2: no more um, Orlando Magic player on his board than Blake Wesley.
0: Yep, that's fair, man. hey, going to pick 33. The no ceilings is on the clock for the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> so, have at it, boys.
3: Peyton Watson. That's who I was going to throw out. Yeah. Justin Lewis or Peyton Watson were the guys I was thinking.
5: Matt you seemed troubled by this development.
3: Well, he's trying to figure out I'm if he's not- going to take the uh, the Canadian hero in the, the second round here. <laughs> don't
5: do it. I mean, don't <laughs> don't no, do it. No, I, I, I
4: was thinking Coloco or Kamigate.
5: Okay. I I could buy Coloco here. I think I'd rather have Watson, but I could definitely see Coloco here.
3: I would be fine saying Coloco, just same principles, just different position.
0: So feel good about Chris
5: Are we good? going Coloco or are we still well, – are you, you to... are you off Watson, Corey?
3: I would – I think I would guess Watson.
5: I think I would too, so –
0: The eyes have it. Peyton Watson is the pick for the Toronto Raptors at pick 33 for no ceilings. Topic Thunder, we are back on the clock. This will be the last pick in our mock draft wars. Uh, For our Oklahoma City Thunder, we can discuss freely because they will not be poaching any prospects here. Um, The guy that I was going to bring up here, you know, again, like this late in the draft, obviously the stage of the Thunder and the rebuild – Uh, I think they very much value upside and um, obviously creation ability and shooting. Uh, So a guy that I want to throw my hat in the ring for is Ryan Rollins, uh, Toledo, a guy that's just like an absolute bucket. I think that uh, the idea of him and Trey Mann in the backcourt just like – Torching defenses off the bench is just so much fun to me, and you know I think he does have some high upside. Um, you know, once there there comes a roster crunch for the guards, or it's not one right now. So, yeah, I, Ryan Rollins is the I'm gonna throw out there.
2: I like that. I like Ryan Rollins. Um, my boy Leonard Miller.
0: Oh yeah. You take <laughs> Leonard Miller too, if you want. If you could. <laughs> I
2: think I think I think we'll buy a, a pick, you know, after forty five, and probably grab him. Um, I like Ryan Rollins. I think Ryan Rollins is a uh, first round talent, um, and if he's there at thirty four, I, I think he would definitely be somebody that the the Thunder would target. Um, yeah, I like Ryan Rollins, but that I mean, that doesn't mean that you can't have a, an opinion, Maddie. So.
0: Please yeah, do hit us this with is your last pick with, of the draft, man.
2: Yeah, so. hit us with it, man.
1: Uh, um, well, it doesn't matter. We're not going to be picking at thirty-four anyway, so Ryan Rollins is fine.
0: True that. Yeah. Hey, you never know, man. Presty said we might just take all those picks and just bring uh-huh. them into camp and you know see
2: what they do. So I mean, hey, this is this is the last year where they can do that. I mean, they can get rid of four players pretty easily.
0: After yeah. next season,
2: mm-hmm. it's gonna be a little bit more difficult.
0: Corey, I know Rollins is your boy. Uh, how do you feel about his fit at OKC? I mean,
3: first of all, what a draft for OKC in this in this scenario. Um, I <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think Ryan Rollins would, even if there's a log jam, I think OKC is one place where, regardless of log jam, you're at least going to get enough reps to show off what what it is that you do. So, uh, just with the success of Trey Mann, I, I'd say that that's a great landing spot for a player like him. Um, so yeah, I'd be uh I'd
0: be into it. All right, rock and roll, man. I like it, uh, fellas. Before we close out, I just want to ask. Uh, so I, I know Corey likes the Thunder draft. Like you know, this is a Thunder podcast. You know, we we picked for the Thunder. So if the Thunder were to walk away, with Chet Holmgren, uh, Benedict Matherin patrick baldwin jr and ryan rollins how would you rate the grass or rate the draft why did i say grass i i'm <laughs> i gotta stop it's talking. green it's green stop yeah. i'll
2: uh, be but,
5: honest after the first two picks it's an a for me period yeah for them to get baldwin at 32 so, so, so. as a massive upside swing and then rollins in the second round at 34 yeah that's excellent draft for the thunder yeah a yeah. plus for me <laughs> it's like a, it's a near your heart, perfect eat, draft
2: eat your heart out saying you know what to mm-hmm. do
0: yeah. I like it. Yeah. Presty, you can look at our big board. You can look at our mock draft, man. We'll, we'll share it with you. So, uh, fellas, so uh, you know, that, that was the mock draft war. I, I had a good time having you guys on here. It's always a blast when y'all come on. So appreciate y'all taking the time out. Um, want to give you guys the chance to go ahead and, you know, plug all your stuff, uh, no ceilings, your socials, your podcasts. Uh, I know you guys all uh, have your own projects, so we'll start with Metcalf. Metcalf, uh, plug away, man
4: uh yeah you can follow me on twitter at tmetcalf11 uh you can follow the no ceilings nba draft podcast no ceilings nba on twitter no ceilings nba tv and youtube uh no all our written stuff is free go check it out hit that subscribe button while you're over there it gets delivered directly to your inbox every time we publish um and then you can find our draft guide and all of our merchandise on no ceilings nba that big cartel.com all
0: right we're gonna go to Corey next Corey, go ahead and plug way off all the stuff that uh, for you <laughs> and that Metcalf might've missed.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm not going to, you know, repeat Metcalf stuff. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Corey Tulliba, uh, YouTube, the NBA draft dude and the draft deck, NBA draft podcast, anywhere podcasts are available.
0: All right. And some Nick.
3: So you can find me on
5: Twitter at NBA Johnson, and you can find my work on No Ceilings NBA, as has been mentioned. You can also find me hosting the NBA Deep Dives podcast with Tyler Metcalf, which he ever so graciously completely forgot to mention because clearly I don't matter to him, but you know, that's fine. I was
4: leaving it to you. Sure you are.
5: Sure you are. No, anyway. (laughs) Um, Yes, you can find me on the NBA Deep Dives podcast with, Tyler Metcalf as well. And then my other colleague, Tyler Rucker and I are releasing an article on Keegan Murray that should come out on Monday, talking about his potential case for the Sacramento Kings and discussing Keegan Murray in depth as a prospect. So those are the plugs for me.
0: Yeah. I I love your all's uh, combo articles y'all are coming out with. That's, that's a lot of fun. So, um, you know, fellas, you know, like I've, I've said every time y'all been on the pod, anytime y'all aren't on the pod and I'm talking about y'all like, Just uh, from the bottom of my heart, like, you know, you guys coming on the podcast, like the work that y'all do, uh, I just appreciate y'all so much. So, you know, keep doing what y'all do because y'all are killing it. Y'all are rising up like a rocket, and I can't wait to see what y'all do next.
5: Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for having us.
0: All right, boys. Well, without further ado, guys, appreciate y'all for joining us. Listeners, appreciate you for listening and for your continued support as we are within two weeks to the draft. So, y'all have a great night. God bless. Hoop when you can. And as always, thunder up.
1: Thunder, thunder up! thunder Up!
0: Thunder Up! Yeah! I like it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder Podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder Up!